This podcast highlights our personal opinions and does not represent the views of the Department of History and Political Science and Andrews University. What is this now? Week week four? Week three? What is this? It's it's day twenty eight <laughs> in the year of our Lord <laughs> twenty nineteen. You know, the government shut down, a oh, partial shutdown, right? And it's tough. It's tough for um a lot of federal workers. Well is it eight hundred some eight hundred thousand plus, right? And f- for some people it affected more than others. But I guess for like for us college students, you know, unless you're really dependent on um, federal assistance, then it's not federal assistance. Then it's not that big of a deal. But for for the rest of the country, you know, this is very political as well. It's also an ethical um, issue as well as to you know what can or what cannot be used as a negotiation tool to be pulled up into the table, and you know that's that's hard to differentiate it. Because the conversation exceeds many other things, right? Where you have a government that's struggling to provide for its citizens, and then you have, you know, one of the other branches of power that is trying to move a certain way in order to get things done his way. So. Well, I guess I would like to start with someone explaining what exactly is the government shutdown and what parts of the government is it affecting all right, all right i got i got this one here all right so according to like the various sources that I've, I've been looking at um what essentially is a government shutdown is well that's exactly what it sounds like so you have much of the federal government which gets you know it's funding from an annual budget that's being proposed through congress right and the majority of the government as well as all the other um, agencies they operate from that budget and because of that, um, last year, 2018, at December 21, at midnight, right, that was when um, the end of the budget was for that current year. And the issue now is trying to propose another budget for this year to get the government up and running. So it's like it's like it's basically like a consistent um, budget that's being proposed every year, right? And the thing is, like, Congress has to approve it in order for the government to keep running smoothly. And that affects, you know, everything, the infrastructure as well. So it's state, statewide, nationwide, and all of that. I guess I can also say how basically this also affects the president. I, I think an extra note is how the president can't really go off to, like, whatever he wants to make his speeches anymore because basically that was uh, only allowed once the government was running. Is that, is that true? So his like he goes and he does all of his campaigning and stuff, where he's always visiting various, like various states and giving speeches and stuff. Is that affected by the shutdown? Is that what you're saying? Uh, yes, I'm saying that. Cool. Thanks, family. No. Um. That's as straightforward as you get. Cool. One thing I was actually wondering is how did this all happen? Because I, I, I know you've explained what the shutdown is and, you know, to a degree why it's happened, because obviously 
they're not agreeing to approve of what the the other oh man i'm tired the president's budget so the democrats in the senate or congress or whatever are saying we're not gonna say we're not gonna let you do that but why i can uh i can talk about this so uh one second let me just here we go so um the united states is different from just about every other government in the world in that um uh, one of the parts of our Constitution, which should be Section 9, Clause 7, um, talks about the power of the purse, which says, No money shall be drawn from the Treasury, but in consequence of appropriations made by law. So basically, you can't spend money unless you specifically pass a law to say you can spend that money. And so, um, of course, passing a law requires the Houses of Congress and then presidential approval. So um, this is also further codified in uh, the Anti-Deficiency Act, which was passed in uh, 1982. And so that basically, um, it basically um, just put in law what was already in the Constitution expanded on that and what exactly that meant. Um, <coughs> so that's why we, um, that's why this happens specifically. The reason a bunch of other countries um, don't have this happen is because mo in a lot of countries, um, if, like, for example, uh, they're unable um, to come to a conclusion on a budget, then a uh, emergency vote would be triggered, uh, which could which would basically lead to a vote on the uh, current leader. Uh, that we don't have that. We just have terms, so their leader period, no matter what happens, uh, except for whatever circumstances. Or there are other provisions for countries to basically continue running the government even if a budget's not passed. But U.S. has none of that, so we get this. Are you saying that we should? Or is that problematic? Does that go against what is already running? Because like from, from what I understood, from what you just said, <coughs> Like, essentially, if, if another country came to this point, they would just be like, okay, let's keep running because we have provisions for it, or let's vote out the people that are causing the problem. Yeah, that's what other countries have. Okay. Um, I don't think that the, like, let's vote out the person causing the problem is going to be feasible for um, the United States just because of how our system works with uh, the presidential terms. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of codified. But I think that uh, changing how at least funds are appropriated during a situation like this um, could, and so perhaps passing a law or amendment to the um, Anti-Deficiency Act, which would more specifically address uh, times like this, would probably be something to look at. At least that's one way of handling it. I know something else that um, I believe Nancy Pelosi uh, had proposed when she was uh, elected as speaker was that they were going to um, automatically uh, increase the uh, debt level um, for the United States because that's one of the things that um, is a problem is they have to agree to um, increase the amount of debt um, that the country will have w when they pass the um, the budget and so they're right now basically that's something that they have to agree on in the budget uh, Pelosi was saying that they would try to um, 
change it so that it would automatically increase by a certain amount so that that wasn't something that could trigger all of this hmm. Hmm. okay uh let's see other questions because i know Jessina and i were wondering because i don't know unlike you guys we've kind of stayed out of this i haven't been reading the news very carefully for a while now so i really don't really have any idea what's going on i haven't for a while ignorance is bliss <laughs> just know that you shouldn't eat romaine lettuce don't eat romaine lettuce check got um, it okay <laughs> it's funny that you think i was eating lettuce in the first place <laughs> <laughs> anyway so i do have two questions if you don't mind me jumping in the first is so how much like i understand i guess this is all over the budget and also increasing the debt so what does the wall have to do with this question mark <laughs> um and what actual, like, can you give me, like, a list of government agencies or government workers that are not getting paid right now because of this this shutdown? That's if you can. If not, you know, don't worry Off about it. Off the top like, of my door, my dome, I can. <laughs> 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 okay. What? Um, I was saying definitely NASA isn't getting paid in several federal the IRS. agencies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and IRS. Uh, but they're still taking taxes, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yep. <laughs> but you don't get tax returns right and now. What? And you definitely got yep. the renting issues. I want and my money the people yeah. who get paid to clean our parks and streets, like, they're just. Yeah, national parks. Yeah, national parks and <laughs> their services are down. So you can't. Well, I mean, you could go in, right? You could go into the parks, but you have no one there that'll be supervising. So and you could some just airplane security also. Like they're gonna get tired. Mm-hmm. The next thing you know, <laughs> I hear in New York, the, the one of the airports in New York, they they started playing um, rap music without you know like the not the, the uncensored version. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because it's like I <laughs> don't care <laughs> anymore. I should have done it before. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here so. You, you asked for a list, right? So according to um, Yahoo Finance, they have like a graph mm-hmm. and they show how much, um, I mean, how each particular agency is being affected. So starting with the Department of State, so they can't process licenses for, def- um, for defense contractors. And remember, contractors are not federal employees. So in general, they don't get anything back because federal employees, like even though if you work, Right, you could still get, you could still appeal or something, or there's there's a there's a process for you to get your money back. Yeah, they will pay everyone. Yeah, yeah, but for for um contract for yeah for contractors, it's completely different because there's someone essentially freelance, Mm. in a way. So yeah, they they're gonna be affected a lot more. So for the Department of Commerce, they're unable to process most exporting licenses. I didn't even know that was a thing, but yeah, but for um. The Department of Homeland Security, uh, TSA, FEMA, E-Verify, and Cybersecurity, um, some of their services are being hindered as well, which is funny because E-Verify um, and Cybersecurity, those are one of the probably one of the um, highlighted things in the government that helps against, you know, for the president's um, view against um, practices of hiring illegal workers. Because for E-Verify, that's essentially what its purpose is, is to find out whether or not you're illegal or not. So, yeah. yeah not only that, they're also pretty much uh, lessening, the ty- lessening the tightness of border security. So 
it's kind of going against the whole purpose of this. Yeah, and I and I think for the Department of Homeland Security, like the one that gets the most um, public attention is TSA, mm-hmm. right? Because everyone can relate <coughs> to TSA, because whether you have a good or bad experience with TSA, everyone knows TSA and knows what their job is, right? You know, they're the ones that um, supervise the protection of airports, and they're the ones that handle you know air air traffic and all that. So those guys. Um, the majority of them aren't getting paid, but they still have to show up to work, mm. right? Um, for the Department of Justice, uh, civil cases are postponed indefinitely, um, which which means in a way that there are some cases where there are certain fees for, let me see if I can remember this, certain fees for like jury trials that require, and also witness testimony that requires money, federal money, so yeah, that is postponed in some, you know, in some cases, not all of them. Mm. Mm. And for the Department of Agriculture, um, farm loans and payments are unable to operate because mm. those of the well, yeah, because um, a lot of them require federal supervision, mm. right? And the housing and urban development, yeah, nearly ninety-five percent of employees are. What does this mean? Furlonged. 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 My bad. Is um what's when they're um, dismissed because of this. So basically, oh. when they're, yeah. So dismissed because they don't have the money yet? Yeah, when they're basically not being paid, but not like right. working. So basically unpaid vacation-ish, well, if you want to call it that. That's what furlough is. Got it. I do not want to hear that. <laughs> unpaid vacation. People just twiddling their fingers thinking, man, I guess I ain't getting the paycheck this week. Well, I mean, it makes sense because uh, ev- even for any government shutdown, whether partial or not, right? Um, non-essential employees are essentially they they won't get paid compared to the ones that are deemed you know essential to national security and all that. So the Department of Transportation, funding for highways and transit are on hold. So those speed bumps are going to be there a little bit longer than <laughs> usual. <laughs> those cracks, right? Um, the Department of Interior, yeah. So basically, they're talking about like the national parks, right? Or parks in general um, susceptible to damage and vandalism. Mm. I can already imagine how New York looks now. So the same. Um, <laughs> so you you keep mentioning national security, and I kind of have an idea of what that's about. But you know, if you I turned on CNN earlier, which was so much fun, and it was this massive thing it had like Trump's face all over, and it was like oh, he wants his wall stuff like that. So what exactly is he trying to get out of this? And why is it an issue? So I can explain how um, specifically the wall plays into this. All right, we can pull this on hold then. Because <laughs> I have like four more um, agencies on the go, but go oh, ahead, wow, go ahead. Well, we can, we can go. Yeah, no, um, it's, a lot, it's a lot of departments are being affected. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to finish that? Oh, can I? Yeah. Oh, okay, never mind, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I can come back with my question. All right, so up next is the Department of the Treasury, right? So, yeah, we were talking about tax refunds, you know, they're, yeah, tax refunds are stalled right now. So, Um, the Securities and Exchange Commissions. This Mm -hmm. one, I have a little bit difficulty on interpreting. So, potentially major impact on the 2019 IPO market. What? What's that? I have no idea. Come on. I know that. I'm going to guess. Don't quote me. (laughs) I'm going to guess it has something to do with Wall Street. You know, Mm -hmm. the global trade market. What's the acronym again? Initial public offering. Yeah, well, 2019 IPO market, right? Mm. Initial stock market. 
Mm. Oh, the stock oh, market. Wall oh, Wall Street. Okay, so okay, mm. so afterwards you have the Food and Drug Administration. So, <sighs> routine food safety inspections are on pause. What? So we don't know what we're eating. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, and then afterwards, finally, is the administrative office of the U.S. courts. So civil cases are stalled until funds are available. So that's pretty much the majority of, of civil cases, which also includes immigration courts. And immigration courts <coughs> also handle deportation cases. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> those people that, you know, that, um, the administration wants to get deported are going to stay here longer than they <laughs> usually are supposed to because of because of this hold up and also for um, civil cases in immigration other ones as in naturalization like for me I was I was just recently um, how do you call it naturalized right as a US citizen just yesterday Congrats. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yo, we got to put some like patriotic music, bro. Like <laughs> But but any anyways, um when I was when I was there in the proceedings, like um it was handled by a federal judge of the Western District Michigan Court. And what he told us was I actually had the power. I actually had the initiative to stop this ceremony from going through due to the government shutdown. But because I reviewed all your cases and all of you guys fulfilled the requirements, you know, all of you guys have passed, you know, there's no issues with any of us. And there were like 60 of us, 60 of the applicants that, that have been naturalized when I was there. So he was like, because of that, I have decided to continue. And, you know, everyone, everyone in the court, you know, as long as me, we were lit, you know, we were happy. Of course, like, hey, we waited years for this. <laughs> but, you know, um, for him, he's one of the lucky ones because he actually told he actually told me that he was getting paid. Ooh, nice. Yeah. But the thing is, he gets paid, um, but that um, agreement is until March. Ooh. So by in some drastic case, if the government shutdown continues throughout March, right, if it goes by March, then he doesn't get paid. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, 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 I'm not going to speculate and say, like, all um, essential um, federal employees are like that. But for, I guess, for the civil... For the civil courts, right? For judges, and I guess it's around that period as well. So, yeah, that that's the last that's the last agency pretty much that gets affected. Also, um, embassies and consuls in other countries, U.S. nationals working yeah. in embassies, they're getting affected as well. They stopped going to work on Monday. Oh, that's they're not getting paid, or just <coughs> so it's not coming in. So, if the ambassador in another country for the United States isn't available, and something happens to a U.S. citizen, they have no one to go to. I mean, not really, no. That's dangerous. Yep. Oh, um, anyways, creepy. so you were asking about how uh, Trump's wall plays into all of this. Yeah, what's going on? So um, basically, Trump wants to build a wall. Big news. Um, but in order for that to be built, because of the um, because Congress has power of purse, they have to... Uh, appropriate the funds for building that wall. So in the budget, Trump wanted to have um, five point seven uh, billion dollars, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what um, was it again? Five point five point seven billion dollars appropriated to build the wall. Okay. And Congress said um, 
No, specifically the House, since it, the House is now under Democrat control. Mm-hmm. So um, House said, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to pass this budget. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Trump has said, OK, I'm not going to pa- I'm not going to approve anything but a budget that has that. Mm-hmm. And so as a result, you now have um, neither side has been willing to blink so yes and on top of that the the pettiness continues so the back and forth we've heard of trump walking out of um yes on twitter but (laughs) trump walking out walking out of like meetings with everyone and then also fist and everything and then Mm -hmm. you have you have what vp right talking about no no nothing happened like that it was calm calm. (laughs) we exited in a gentlemanly manner is it on video Huh? Is it on video? Yeah, it's on video. <laughs> well, no, oh, not on video of him, like, you know, allegedly um, bashing oh, the, the yeah, table and stuff. But I'm talking about them explaining it. it w- they filmed it. Yeah. And then Nancy Pelosi hits back with, "You, we will not let you do the inaugural address. You can maybe, you know, record yourself yeah, in the White House. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, State of the Union. Yeah. I said inaugural. Okay, yeah. And then... Kind of same, really. Nope. No. <laughs> no, it was a mistake. It was a mistake. The one, we get them for four more years. It was a mistake. And then yeah. Trump hits back with, um, you know that trip you were supposed to take to Afghanistan? Yeah, and that was supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not going to go. Happening. But obviously, you can fly commercial if you want. And then oh. Stephen Colbert was like... Stephen Colbert was like... Um, he made a joke, like, obviously, you know, commercial flights to afghanistan are like super common maybe you can get it on JetBlue or something because it's a war zone like and also it was a national like a security um sort of breach because her trip was secret and it should have been because oh, we really? you can't alert people that's where you're going mm. and then oh. in this letter that he sent to her he basically Ooh. let everyone know <laughs> That's wow, that's I the trip that she was planning to make mm-hmm. and he's refusing and but he's like you know you can it's your prerogative you can fly commercial well it's the pettiness continues it I to me it's petty okay. <laughs> it is petty it's completely petty it's also great drama watching <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so. wait okay so my next question on a side note but same topic so the mcdonald's fiasco at the white house that was a direct result <laughs> of the government <laughs> shutdown or he was just like ah we're gonna do mcdonald's because he wanted to want feed to. people it was like a football team. Yeah, yeah. it was the like Clemson um, national football team. Yeah, na- I mean national champions. Oh, know? I didn't yeah. see that one. Yeah. What happened to that thing? So they're important because he served them McDonald's. So I was wondering if it had to do with the government shutdown. Like so he has no White House staff because of the that's government shutdown. So that's what happened. Yeah, the White House the staff man ordered like a whole football team McDonald's. Yes, the White the White that's House. The White House. <laughs> The football team visits the White House. Mm-hmm. However, because of the shutdown, White House staff are not working. And oh. so as a result, have to feed them something. Might as well be McDonald's. <laughs> Burgers and pizza. Yeah, man, I've been to I've been to downtown DC. There's some nice restaurants to take right? him out there. Like, come on now. Yep. I think you need government money though. He don't have any of that. I mean, no, he paid. He paid it. He paid it out of pocket. According to him, he paid it out of pocket. I mean, he was messing around with the numbers, right? He said he he like, oh, first I... Uh, I probably oh, ordered off the dollar yeah. menu. say, <laughs> 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 yeah. I paid, yeah, in his tweet, that's, I paid. Yeah, uh, he paid, right? <laughs> oh. How gracious. 
know. Just seeing it, like when you were talking about like the the national security thing with um her travel, right? It's supposed yeah. to be classified. Yeah, that reminds me of that one one time um last year in December where he I think for the first time he visited um an overseas military base in Iraq, right? And he posted um he posted on Twitter like him taking a group photo with SEAL Team Five, and he they showed like I think it's still on Twitter. Wait, like with. Like SEAL Team Five, like U.S. Navy SEALs, they're not. You're not supposed to show their faces, yeah. Right, because they're yeah, right. It's Did a no massive security threat, right? Like what happens to their families, right? If they get captured, I'm just gonna say like they'll be like, oh, of course you're part of U.S. military. You're here with <laughs> you're here with President <laughs> Trump. Like, <laughs> that, <laughs> you almost got us. <laughs> but yeah, that that was that one was funny. So that, is he gonna pay out of pocket say. for their like plastic surgery? No, oh. I don't know. <laughs> probably. <laughs> nah, they probably they're probably not even in the team no more. They probably just went home. I mean, you can't really fire them because then you put them in even more danger. Because mm-hmm. then they don't have any protection. They're just out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they they're active because they're on the base. Yeah. So. I mean, Mm. It's funny because I think Melania was there too. Yeah, it's, she's in the picture too. <laughs> yeah, she's in the picture, and, and uh, you, you see like President Trump talking about like, "Hey guys, smile!" <laughs> like, right "Hey, this is great." Did no one see him take a picture and say like, "Hey, this guy's not the most responsible. Maybe we should make sure he can't post that. Like, maybe take it off of his phone." But then again, he's the chief. He's the chief of the armed forces, it's right? Video, but oh, mm. so it's a picture, but picture, also a video. Picture video. So. Picture video. Oh man. Oh, so you guys. Cheyenne, Karina, you guys are just seeing that? Yeah, yes. that, that one's funny. So yeah, that, that could um that could be detrimental because I know like um transferring from Virginia, I know a lot of people that worked in the Navy. And yeah. one of the like the most basic things they talk about is protecting your location, like socially, like yeah. in social media. Like, you know, even mm-hmm. when you're when you're in active duty, you're not supposed to tell your spouse, you're not supposed to tell anyone, friends, relatives and all that like where you are stationed or where you're going something like that maybe it's an improve i don't know i haven't served yet so <laughs> like a superhero <laughs> in a comic like keep your mask on <laughs> yeah well, so I basically you gotta keep it hush hush right yeah and I, I i mean i don't know maybe for president trump like he's a you know he's a chief of the armed forces so i'm pretty sure he has some right to to do that but you know on on principle you're not supposed to do that yeah, yeah. yeah. it's still a giant breaker procedure so i got a quote it's just a bad idea let me read the quote yeah <coughs> the ensuing photos and videos <laughs> reveal the presence of the special operation forces, something some experts have said is generally frowned upon, if not verboten, in war zones, right? Verboten, what does that even mean? Anyway, however, the Office of the Secretary of Defense said in a statement that no rules were violated. And I quote, the special operators voluntarily pers- participated in this precedent. The secretary's public affairs arm stated there was no security violation. Yeah, I, I can say that it's not a security violation because it comes from about as high as high up as you can get, but it's just not smart. No, I mean like yeah, they'll talk about like how there's no security violation, but then, and then one of them gets captured, right? Or then, or something bad happens, or you have a leak of public info just because you can now see their faces. Yeah. So it's just like. Why, why bother? So, essentially, something Trump did had unintended consequences that he didn't think of. Mm. Wow. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it shows, like, his, um, you know, some, some might show his somewhat knowledge of what national security is. But then, like, in regards to the wall, you know, it's, 
I don't think like it for me in my opinion like uh it, I don't think it's a good move to include like an annual budget and then include budget for the wall. You could totally make that two separate things. Mm. Right. But you know, of course, he has campaign promises that he has foretold throughout his campaign, right? If you want to go back exactly to what the campaign promise was. I yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what the campaign <laughs> promises are were. What exactly do you mean by they could be two separate things? Well, because like you you could have because like um I I f- I think of it this way as if with the DACA bill that Obama did whereas mm-hmm. he did it as a separate executive order to um to how do I say this? Oh, to address the issue for DACA recipients, right? Of course, this is going to be way bigger because he's asking for 5.4 billion or 5 point something seven. billion. Yeah, 7. Right. But it's totally doable. The thing is constitutionally only congress can appropriate yeah. funds for Where things will he get so the money yeah that's the problem is like i don't think that that was completely constitutionally like valid when obama did it. i don't think anyone really cared too much because it wasn't as much money but with an amount of money like that i think the only way you can really do that is by um putting in the budget yeah but what i'm saying is you 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 know holding a nation a nation's budget hostage for what 28 days about yeah. to be 29 days over a 5.7 billion dollar extension on a wall right which is which is not even like compared to the overall budget not a big issue but that's still transferring money from where it could be used more effectively in my opinion i think trump did attempt to do something like what you're saying making it two separate things he said he would do it through the, his trade deal with Canada and Mexico, where the money you know made from that trade deal will be used to pay for the wall. So in a way, you know, Mexico is paying for the wall. Uh, yeah, they're not gonna do that, especially like between you've got both Canada and Mexico on that, and the NAFTA agreement barely made it through as it is because Trudeau's not exactly happy right now. But uh, I don't, I don't see that happening. It's mm-hmm. like Trudeau's been bending over backwards for Trump, which is kind of annoying all the Canadians, but. I don't think he'd go that far, hopefully. But I don't think they'll be able to get that much money from that trade deal. I feel like it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just trying to wait for that legitimate, like, Mexico pay up. <laughs> Please. <laughs> They've already said I, no, like, yeah, they said so no. many the times. The president of Mexico <laughs> straight up said no. The he former was like, president Yeah, the Mexico former president. I think yeah. even the current president yeah. said, like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so... Uh, just to put this in perspective, um, the uh, 2019 federal budget should be somewhere around $4.407 trillion, mm. which makes the 5.6, whatever it is, that a billion that Trump wants, like less than one tenth of a percent one hundredth of a percent like it's such a minuscule amount in comparison to the entire thing that's not to say that oh it's just a small amount so obviously we should spend the money but billions a billion you know yeah yeah Yeah, no definitely um especially because i mean the the u.s government estimates it will receive 3.4 to 2 trillion dollars in revenue so there's a nine hundred and eighty five billion dollar deficit so there's the debt oh yeah um, we, we still have the debt 
you know. Yeah, no, it's still deficit. increasing. So yeah, <laughs> it's not. So yeah, definitely we should be looking very critically at what we're spending money on. But in comparison to the larger picture, it's not like it's a oh we don't know where to get the money kind of thing. It's such a small amount in comparison to everything else. Ah, but I will I will answer back with this is from a democratic perspective. Like mm-hmm. this is their party perspective. Like I have overheard um, Nancy Pelosi and also uh, was it Chuck Chuck Schumer? Chuck Schumer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they're talking about like we'll give you money, right? We'll give you some of the money that you asked for, but we're not gonna we're not gonna agree on using it for the wall, but we're gonna use it to enhance border security on the legal ports of entry, mm-hmm. because um, statistics have shown even now consistently that you know the majority of drugs, the majority of even um, you know, um, illegal, um, let's see, how do I call it? Travel comes from legal ports of entry. So what the Democrats are saying, okay, we'll, we'll do this, but this is also for border security is we'll, we'll spend that money instead, not on the wall, but on the ports of entry, right? Because the majority of the drugs, they don't, you know, like, of course, you'll, you'll have in the news, they're talking about how there'll be people digging through tunnels and you know climbing over walls you know and all that and they're the ones bringing all the drugs which they do there are cases of doing that but in the larger perspective the majority of it are coming from through trucks crossing the border through legal ports of entry they're probably disguised through normal goods (coughs) right but there's you know but mixed in with you know drugs Mm -hmm. right and that's where the majority of the activity is being transpired on so that's what the democrats are you know pushing for right and of course you have i'm not even called the republican base because it seems like the republican party is like kind of confused on who to like yeah no people throw around like the term republican has lost a lot of its meaning in the last few years so i'm just gonna say yeah trump trump's administration yeah yeah right i'm gonna say trump's administration is pushing for you know we have to lock down the entire you know Mm. um border because of that like Although yeah. this um, funding for the wall would not cover um, the entire uh, border right now, I believe it's only 182-ish miles. Oh, I think right, the right, yeah. Of um, note that out. is what that would the current funding or the fund proposed funding would cover. I may be getting that Wait, number wrong. Who's proposed funding? Trumps. Um, Trumps. Yeah. So. So he's not even like the the. No, he's not even asking for the entire wall right now. He's just asking for a piece of it. Okay, because uh, I was talking to a friend of mine. She's Canadian, but she's living in Tennessee. So she's a Southern. And she called me because she was really, really confused. And she said, so I heard someone talking about it, and they pretty much, like, took the proportions and, like, dumbed it down. So it was, like, $57 compared to however much money the entire uh, the entire budget is supposed to be. And so the way she saw it then, she was like, if it's just that little money, then why can't they just do it just to make get the government running again, just, like, make Trump happy? And that mm-hmm. was her question that she really didn't understand. Like, why are they still holding out when it's it seems like a, such an insignificant amount of money? It's only just five point seven billion dollars. And that's what Trump and his supporters are saying is like at that point, their argument is it's a small amount of money. At this point, you're being more petty in refusing to um, fund this. And then you have the other side saying that this is not something that we are going to do so by you continuing to basically shoot down anything that doesn't include this you're the one that's causing this so it's each of them mutually blaming their own um uh, indecision on each other but like i'd like I'd, i'd like to hear what do you think do you think that's a reasonable 
idea because that's what she wanted to know. Uh, her biggest question was, is it completely unreasonable for them to say we're not going to do it? I think that it's... I think it's... Um, I think it's difficult. I'm not... I don't have a super strong um, stance on the wall um, overall. But I think that it's... Especially to this degree, I do think it is a bit unreasonable for Democrats to be taking this hard line of a position on it. Um, yeah, to add on to that, like pretty much um, with how the Democrats are handling it, at first when they decided to say no, it mostly was basically just clarifying that since Trump can basically say no to like their to have the suggestions they put on, they basically are saying they have checks and balances they can. They have their own powers. They can work with two being in control of the house, but taking it this far, as you said, it started becoming unreasonable because there's more damage than really any type of solution being done. And if neither side can decide to basically cast down the difference here, then uh, the government could possibly collapse. That's the, so. That's the question: Who is being unreasonable here, or who's being more unreasonable? Mm. And I think that I'm. I'm not sure i think that both parties are very much at fault i believe yeah. um i think that everyone is like making very poor decisions in this situation um but you have both sides who are i i don't believe that um at this point trump would even accept partial funding and i don't think that democrats would be willing to offer partial funding for the wall just as like a meet halfway kind of thing mm -hmm. so if they're unwilling to do like even compromise on that kind of thing i don't see how this is going to um resolve itself really in the near future unless some the most likely thing i see is um rep representatives uh republican representatives um uh being fed up and eventually getting to a point where they uh, they agree with the democrats to push through a bill and then um, override the president's veto yeah. or in the other direction democratic um representatives finally saying okay like we've had enough of this we'll fund your wall and going through like that so i feel like that either of it those i feel like the more likely is the democrats um giving way because in that case you don't have to override a veto which requires both houses so all that that would require is the majority um of enough democrats for a majority in the house and then that's all you need whereas the other way you need um, enough republicans in both uh houses of congress to be able to pass the democrat bill and then you would need to get two-thirds in both houses of Congress to override the veto. So while it could happen, the much more likely, at least in my opinion, thing to happen um, is that enough Democrats uh, concede to uh, including the wall. Mm. Mm. I mean, like, okay, so in regards to, like, worst-case scenario, let, let's just say, like, the next podcast we do, like, a week or two from now, where the government is still on the sh partial shutdown. I think at this case, like, I don't even know if they're going to call it partial. I'm pretty sure it's probably going to be full at this point. It's getting I mean, to full, yeah. yeah. I feel like, I feel like, <coughs> I feel like 
at a partial shutdown, I feel like all of Congress should not be getting paid. Agreed. Like, I think that That's should be included. 100% agreed. I <laughs> like, think that... Maybe we need to write a petition or something. I think that because... one of the most... Yeah, one of the most um, ludicrous things to me is that Congress is still getting paid in full for thing. all of this. It's the one of the best examples of Congress writing laws that have no effect on them and their well, personal yeah, lives. Of course, because they, they write laws that benefit themselves. You know, yeah. That's they, why when they retire, this they happens got that, all the time. Yeah, they got I, that, yeah, that no, juicy, this is not nice a, retirement. Oh, cycle. yeah, no. They, like, yeah. they don't have to, for example, um, uh, take the, they get a, um, their own personal health care package. They don't have to, for oh. example, um, like Obamacare, for example, when um, mandating you have to take at least, you have to pay for this certain um, care, they don't have to do that. They're exempt from that. So this is th this kind of thing where they're able to pass laws or do all of this. They're basically able to play with the lives of everyone in the United States and be completely unaffected by the consequences of it. Not is only that... that uh, Trump had the power to like end this a very long time ago. He could have just called a national emergency, took basically the fundings by basically force with his executive powers. Because basically in the Constitution, the national emergency, mm -hmm. it's very, it's not specific at all. It's it could be it's used for any. Oh. Basically, he could have called the whole border situation the whole emergency. Basically, that <laughs> under threat of immigrants who aren't even trying to. But like, very much. He can call. Yeah, he doesn't. He would. He could. He doesn't like. He can call it really whenever he wants. Like he needs to just. He probably would need to justify it to everybody. But he doesn't technically have to. Have to yes, he could just instantly take it by force, and it would have been over. But this, this is where all the pettiness kind of comes in, because I think he just wants to. I, yeah, but I think like in. I think one of the one of the things that that could be holding him from doing that is if he does that i'm pretty sure he'll lose all support from the house including i Republicans. agree his his yeah. polls already going down and he's losing amongst um white uneducated so people who haven't gone to college then that's his base and he's down 23 percent of americans um think it's a good idea to build the wall and then seven in ten are like no Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. No. No, we're good. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we're good. <laughs> so, okay, uh, how are we gonna? How do we end this though? How do we yeah. Is this there one? anything that people want to say that fe they <laughs> feel like really hasn't been covered already? Uh, Sorry, what? Is there anything that um, we want to discuss that feel like hasn't been covered already? Any questions, or should we wrap it up? I mean, I could go into like like the feelings behind this wall and like why the Democrats really don't want it. Mm -hmm. We didn't really touch on that. We kind of no, talked no. About would it actually work? It? Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like the wall is work? a different. Why are they standing different against subjects? It? Completely different can of worms. Yeah, it's a whole completely different subject. Yeah, I, yeah, I got some true. strong thoughts on some immigration stuff. So, but like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> immigration by itself is a different topic. Yeah, immigration. Yeah, that's a much. Oh, that's a illegal immigration. Illegal is it? It's its own thing. As you know. Yeah, as much as it's tied into this situation, it's a very different topic. We don't really have time for that. No. Gotcha. But. In that case, let's wrap it up. 
All right, everybody, thank you for listening to us talk about the government shutdown and um, how it works and what the effects of it are. Um, today, just for reference, is the 28th day of the government shutdown, the uh, January 8th. Thank you. Thank you.